0: Press uh, record again.
1: Yeah, there you we go. Well, uh, good evening, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters here on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. And the winner of the Academy Award is Gaddafi's speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he should have uh, listened to Martin Sheen. I, I love this quote from Martin Sheen today, or Charlie Sheen. Char- not Martin. <laughs> not Martin Sheen. Martin's the the sane one, the the good actor, the political activist. Yeah, yeah. Charlie's he,
0: the troubled hooker maven.
1: Yeah, he's got all kinds of problems. But uh, he had a great line today that I loved, where he said on an interview, "I'm tired of pretending I'm not special." <laughs> I think Gaddafi could have used that line in his speech. <laughs> well, are you talking about the speech that was uh, surprisingly short or the long one? <laughs> well, he has been all over the map. Uh, n- no surprise there. He's obviously uh, in the final stages. <laughs> and uh, the, the 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 tragedy of this, of course, is as we joke around a little bit, is that he doesn't have a way out. So this is unfortunately going to be a... Uh, Ceausescu situation, they're going to have to storm the palace and tie him up like Mussolini. And Italy has canceled the, uh, the friendship pact <laughs> treaty with, uh, with Libya, and the United States has uh, supposedly frozen $30 billion in uh, U.S. assets today, and uh, no word of uh, Halliburton's uh, involvement with the uh, Gaddafi regime.
0: Well, and that is the interesting thing, is that we spoke last week about some of the old Reagan tropes about Gaddafi, yeah. uh, much of which was propaganda and sort of Reaganoid saber-rattling. Uh, clearly, Gaddafi has always been a loose cannon, to put it mildly, a sort of a uh, lone wolf, uh, not really traditionally aligned with anyone. Um, But it is interesting to note that uh, he was sort of uh, rehabilitated for a while there. Oh, yeah. Um, By uh,
1: George W. Bush. George
0: W. Bush, uh, Berlusconi, and others. In fact, uh, questions still remain, of course, about the freeing of the Libyan Lockerbie suspect. um, And that, uh, of course... uh, That was always believed to have been uh, an act of terror uh, linked to Iran. Mm -hmm. So the fact that uh, Gaddafi said, okay, we'll release these guys to be tried in Scotland, seemed to be a calculated maneuver on his part to do just that, to rehabilitate himself with the West.
1: Yeah, it was almost sort of a blackmail in which oil was, of course, the the prize. Uh, Libya, of course... uh, contributes between 2 and 3% of global daily oil production it is the uh, infamous light sweet crude that it's uh, the good stuff refiners like and uh, saudi arabia of course is uh, publicly vowed to uh, make up the difference uh, pending developments in libya as, as they unfold but we predicted last week i think accurately that what we saw in the Horizon was uh, not a revolution of sorts, but a civil war. Yeah, and uh, I, I think we're looking at that still. Um, how involved the West gets uh, into this specifically uh, remains to be seen. I think there's been some silly criticism of Obama, you know, claiming he's not doing enough or not speaking out enough. But he had to, quite frankly, wait for uh, the Americans to be evacuated. <gasps> Right. Didn't want to get into a hostage situation. Um, Gaddafi is, has never really had proper allies in the in the real sense of the world. Just friends, just interests. <laughs> Facebook friends, probably not. Facebook friends galore, I'm sure. And of course, they're uh, scrubbing their pages these days to um, deny any connection to Gaddafi. And of course, Reagan use Qaddafi as a kind of a convenient uh, whipping boy. It's interesting to me that the escalation with Libya back in 1986, which, if we want to believe the mainstream media, uh, led to the Pan Am 103 um, bombing uh, in retaliation for uh, Reagan's hit and the infamous line in the sand, the Gulf of Sidra, the line of death, etc etc when Reagan flew the... Uh, The planes from England, unnecessarily, I might add, Uh, he went out of his way to embarrass the French and the Spanish. Mm -hmm. Uh, The United States had more than enough military capability in the Mediterranean um, with their aircraft carriers to strike Libya for the uh, murky connections between the so-called German discotheque uh, terrorist event. Um, This is why Mitterrand and... uh, The Prime Minister of Spain at the time did not give uh, the United States uh, air clearance over their territory to uh, perpetrate the airstrikes back in the Gulf of Sidra incident back in uh, April of uh, 1986. It's interesting because at the time, the United States under Reagan, of course, was secretly trading arms for hostages. And, in fact, as I've noted repeatedly, there were no hostages being released. It was simply arms sales to Iran uh, for uh, completely inexplicable reasons that Ronald Reagan, uh, well, conveniently had a case of amnesia regarding as the scandal unfolded uh, a year later. So, yeah, Qaddafi is always, I mean, he doesn't have... real close ties to, to the other uh, Arab leaders. Uh, he's, in fact, gone out of his way at times to proclaim himself a African mm-hmm. leader. And we've noted that, uh, uh, the, you know, the so-called revolutions that have been occurring are, are really around the Mediterranean at the moment more than the Persian Gulf. Wanted to give the media a brain damage award for kind of trying to claim that Iraq is somehow not involved in the... Unrest in the region. <laughs> Iraq was left off the map uh, for reasons that remain unexpl- <laughs> unexplained. Uh, New York Times didn't make that mistake, but some of the television networks and their coverage well, have done that.
0: Yeah, and I that's mean, very strange. We've been
1: talking for years down here
0: about how once Bush declared this unnecessary war against Iraq, just the shockwaves ripple out east, west, north, and south through the region from uh, Iraq as epicenter.
1: Yeah. And it's incredible that Elliot Abrams, uh, we mentioned the Iran Contra uh, affair, ah. was actually on the radio this past weekend claiming that uh, the demise of Gaddafi will prove that the freedom agenda of the Bush administration is a policy that's a success. <laughs> and I'm just not following the logic there. And that's a uh, dubious I, connection there. Iraq is uh, hardly a, a, a country where there's no unrest occurring. In fact, there were massive riots in Iraq this past week, uh, among other places. And uh, you know, Qaddafi's days are are numbered. Probably, uh, I, I can't see him surviving in any real sense of the war. <laughs> in any real sense, because uh, he sort of lost his common sense. But uh, he seems to be conducting interviews. Somewhere uh, in his uh, unusual garb and uh, it is interesting to note that for all of his garb and his festoonery
0: and uh, Wonderful hats yeah. uh, and so forth that he's never really elevated himself beyond Colonel. That's, yeah And that's kind of interesting kind
1: of like Colonel North <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North <laughs> running the National Security Agency. The old man loves my ass out of the basement uh, off the books, off the record. Indeed. So, Yeah, of course, you know, we also predicted that, that the events in Libya would have a direct effect here on American consumers. We've seen it this past week with the price of gas going up uh, considerably in the last couple of weeks. Oil prices stabilized a little bit today, but uh, they seem to uh, be in a situation where uh, they're, they're going to remain rather high for quite some time because of the unpredictable... Uh, aspects of the uh, growing unrest, Um, Glenn Beck calls it a revolution, (laughs) a global revolution. Uh, I'm not quite so sure that that's occurring, but we'll see. It is worth noting, though, that
0: most of, if not all, of Libya's crude oil is processed and sent to Europe. Not the U.S. And so here's another example of how uh, uncertainties in the world uh, have an immediate payoff for the oil companies because the gas that's in the pumps here in the state of Michigan uh, probably didn't come from Libya, certainly, and uh, was uh, processed into uh, gasoline months ago. So they're profiting off of uh, gasoline sales uh, that have nothing to do with the oil in question. So uh, instability makes us all nervous, but it makes
1: some of us very rich. Yeah, and the speculators, of course, (coughs) will (coughs) take advantage of the situation. They have no shame. And while the media is focusing on workers' pensions, their health care benefit packages, etc., the Wall Street bonuses continue unabated and unexamined. So uh, it's it's a interesting linkage. Uh, we've talked uh, in recent weeks about the growing um, food and commodity prices problem globally. How this has co- uh, contributed to some of the the unrest that we've seen uh, in some of these countries, and it's. Uh, you know, once again, America's energy policy is just simply not being examined in any uh, sensible uh, way. It's interesting that a U.N. report dating back uh, to September um, raised concerns of of harvests, and um, the report uh, viewed the situation as, quote, unsustainable, um, noting... Uh, Food prices had. This is uh, a New York Times article from uh, by Neil uh, McFarquhar uh, from September fourth. Food prices. This is well before any of this unrest. Food prices rode, rose five percent globally during August, according to the United Nations, spurred mostly by higher, the higher cost of wheat. And the first signs of unrest erupted as ten people died in Mozambique during clashes ignited partly by a thirty uh, percent. Uh, Leap in the cost of bread. This is from several months ago. We've seen uh, very serious drought uh, in the Chinese wheat-growing region of the world. Uh, Massive problems in Australia with uh, tsunamis and uh, flooding. Um, At one time they were noting uh, that Australia that was underwater was uh, the equivalent of France and Germany combined. I looked that up. Uh, uh, comparable states in the United States. It was basically the equivalent of Montana and New Mexico combined. To give you an idea of how massive an amount of land was underwater in, uh, in uh, Australia. And, uh, and there was a chunk of uh, land underwater in Pakistan last year, yeah. almost as big. Yeah, the size of England. Uh, as the, They kept using that as the uh, comparison. Uh, one quarter of the country from the flooding there. There's, of course, uh, you know, don't be fooled by this winter, uh, by the way. I just wanted to note, it's occasionally interesting that uh, even the university record uh, has an interesting item on global warming and snow cover. This from the uh, 24th of uh, January edition of the university record by Nicole kessel of News Service, whatever that means. The university record is, a, of course, University of Michigan publication uh, that um, notes uh, the the snow and ice cover over the past thirty years have exacerbated global warming more than models predict, and they go on to detail um, the, the the parts of the uh, globe where oil or excuse me ice is receding at amazing levels. According to one of the experts from the study. Uh, Mark Flanner, an assistant uh, professor of the Department of Atmospheric and Oceanic Space Sciences. It's a heck of a title there. Uh, Using uh, global uh, uh, satellite data. And I'll quote him. Our analysis of snow and sea ice changes over the last 30 years indicate that the cryospheric feedback is almost twice as strong as uh, what models have simulated The implication is that Earth's climate may be more sensitive to increases in atmospheric carbon dioxide and other uh, perturbations than uh, models predict. The northern hemisphere, since 1979, average temperatures rose uh, by uh, 0.7 degrees Celsius, whereas global average temperatures rose about uh, 0.45 degrees Celsius. Uh, Just a recent report uh, from the... um, (coughs) Na- uh, the federal agencies, the, uh, both NASA and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, reported Wednesday. This from a uh, report uh, in the New York Times from the thirteenth of January. Reported that uh, twenty ten tied twenty o five as the hottest year on record. Uh, these, this is the uh, <laughs> these are the agencies, by the way, that the uh, Republican. Uh, Congress and their budget cuts want to decimate, along with the SEC, the EPA, and all sorts of the actual government agencies that do good things, like the FDA. (laughs) And I'm sure that food inspectors uh, will be on the chopping block, and maybe uh, Republican governors around the the nation can uh, attack our food inspectors as the next uh, target of uh, workers that receive excessive benefits. Well, and
0: supporting a network of food safety inspectors is a kind of communism, as Glenn Beck might add. Um, These scientists who dispute the ideological insistence that uh, there is no such thing as global warming. And by Uh, the way... Probably also equally denounceable from uh, a thoughtless standpoint.
1: The the new uh, figures on this, this is interesting, it was the 34th year running that global temperatures have been above the 20th century average the last below-average year was 1976, uh, before Ronald Reagan, Uh, the new figures show that nine of the ten warmest years on record have occurred since the beginning of 2001. It's a hoax.
0: (laughs) Well, thank goodness, uh, here comes Newt Gingrich to save the day. He's apparently on the edge of throwing his hat into the ring. Um, item in last week's Financial Times that uh, top Republicans are shying away from fighting Obama for the presidency. Um, one is quoted as saying that I think Obama is going to be a tremendously formidable opponent. And uh, so many of the you know uh, Republicans who l- were once considered likely to run for president are now seeing it as a uh, career setback. But Newt Gingrich, he's a, a man unafraid of uh, well anything rational,
1: really. Well, he's an expert on government shutdowns. And Indeed, maybe, he is. <laughs> maybe he can use the uh, possible upcom- uh, upcoming uh, government shutdown to, uh, with his personal baggage, why he thinks throw his suitable... overalls in the r- <laughs> in the ring. Right, <laughs> a suitable candidate for president is uh, laughable. I just hope Newt uh, goes to Iowa, sports a pitchfork, and starts looking like an ordinary American. That'll do him proud. It'll do him right. And then maybe he can scoop up the uh, disaffected Palin supporters that seem to be dwindling by the week. But uh, maybe he can uh, use Charlie Sheen's memorable (laughs) quote, I'm tired of pretending I'm not special.
0: Hide the hookers in the closet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in, Newt, in Newt's cases, they might uh, need to be hidden. He seems to have had a few uh, <clears throat> dalliances in his career.
0: Well, you know, it seems to me like once Not you... Not that I care, but it's yeah, just Yeah, right, just the, the hypocrisy. hypocrisy, exactly. It's we have to impeach the president. <laughs> right, that whole uh, bizarre uh, episode in American history. Um well, he's conducting
1: Warren G. Harding, a return to normalcy.
0: Warren <laughs> G. Harding, by the way, had a special. Uh, Mistress in the closet. Annex built into the closet, <laughs> right, for just that purpose. <laughs> for the hooker in the closet.
1: <coughs> but, oh, you know, what if one only we'd had cameras back in, in the Warren G. Harding era? Yeah. Once you. Know, what were they
0: tweeting? If they'd had tweeting back then. But uh, it seems to me that once you. Uh, Basically, abandon your wife uh, when she's uh, in a cancer bed. I think you've pretty much scotched your chances uh, at uh, the presidency. But, you know, stranger things have happened, and where nude is involved, strange things are sure to continue. Um, But uh, we'll follow that with some degree of amusement. Um, Speaking of spending, I just want to quickly mention this one, uh, because this is bizarre, And uh, futile. But the uh, king of Saudi Arabia, of course, just to briefly touch back on that uh, phenomena again, uh, offered a $36 billion gift to his people if they will only stay calm and stay quiet. But that's unlikely to uh, resolve much of anything. And uh, a Harvard-educated Saudi lawyer uh, named al Nogathan is uh, quoted as saying, that uh, they are still stuck with the old mentality, giving away money. We want a democracy gift. We demand true reforms, not cosmetic temporary decisions. We demand political participation, equality, justice, codification, new legal systems, true separation of powers, fighting corruption. Uh, Clearly the list could go on and on. Um, $36 $36 billion is a generous offer, but... uh, at the end of the day I don't think it's going to uh make the difference.
1: Well, why doesn't he just give it to the United States and they can close their budget uh dispute? That might be one possible use. <laughs> he needs some good PR and uh Well, yeah, we what we've talked about down here over the past several weeks is is what what this is what's really going on in the uh in the greater um Middle East, Northern uh, African area is is the end of monarchy. And I think that's the way we should approach it. We need to think of Gaddafi, Mubarak, and Ben Ali more as monarchs rather than dictators. And uh, we should not make too much of a distinction between the dictators that are under siege versus the monarchs that are not yet under siege but may well be. Uh, because this does seem to be spreading, though I don't think it's spreading in the uh, radical socialist, communist, uh, Islamic uh, caliphate that Glenn Beck teaches us so often in the blackboard room. (laughs) He must wake up in the cold
0: sweat every night. Oh my God, the caliphate is upon us. (coughs) Well, one way uh, that... uh, Glenn Beck could uh, perhaps uh, lose some weight in a less stressful way, and I'm being sarcastic there about the less stressful. I just recently came across an article uh, in today's Free Press uh, about – the physical wear and tear on soldiers. Now, we've talked about the emotional costs of uh, that the soldiers face, uh, the long-term health effects of uh, devastating uh, combat-related injuries. But the simple act of walking around is uh, potentially devastating because our troops are compelled to lug about their bodies about 97 pounds of material, weapons, armor, supplies, uh, Some combat related, some survival related, and uh, more and more uh, evidence is uh, coming in that these young guys, I mean here's a guy who's 25 years old, Uh, he's been diagnosed with bone spurs in his vertebrae of his neck, and uh, he has developed a degenerative arthritic condition. And he says, I'm only 25 years old. Arthritis is supposed to happen when you get old. What's it going to be like for me when I'm 50 or 60? Mm -hmm. And indeed, this is a cost that we will have to pay down the line. So if the uh, Republicans are so eager to shut down the government to cut costs, we need to cut costs on the ill treatment that our soldiers are being compelled. They're not just carrying physical weight. They're carrying the sort of... Weight of pointlessness uh, upon their backs as they trudge through Afghanistan. Uh, And now there's talk of uh, spending more money in Afghanistan and in Pakistan for publicity purposes, to show how we are doing good things in those countries. Well, I'm sure that uh, our soldiers are uh, doing the best that they
1: can. Why don't they just call Mr. Belvedere? He can tell them that
0: (laughs) we do good work. (laughs) We do good work. But this is throwing, you know, good money after bad right here. There is no publicity that will convince the people of Pakistan that the U.S. has their best interests at heart. Because they're just not buying it. For example, this diplomat, quote-unquote diplomat, uh, what's his name? Uh, Davis, Raymond Davis, who really turns out to be a uh, Blackwater contractor who was originally called a diplomat by the U.S. government in order to uh, afford him some degree of protection.
1: The CIA man in Pakistan. The
0: CIA man in Pakistan who is uh, currently being held on two counts of murder uh, the U.S. defends him and using his own uh, position that he was uh, shot these guys in self-defense. Uh, he opened fire on two Pakistani men at a traffic signal in Lahore after they attempted to rob him. Well, if I'm at a traffic light and a couple of guys attempt to rob me and if I shoot and kill them, that's manslaughter. So that is indeed a crime. Uh, now, obviously, Pakistan's a different place it's uh, not our country Uh, but what's he doing driving around by himself Mm -hmm. is a good question for mr. Davis Um, and I'm still baffled by Blackwater's attempt to sort of gloss over the uh, negative publicity they accrued for themselves with their name change they are no longer Blackwater of course but XE services or Z services or however it's meant to be pronounced but uh, Clearly this guy is part of the legacy of the Bush administration's attempt to privatize the war uh, and this completely muddies the waters and makes our actual troops uh, lives much more uh, dangerous uh, when you've got these sort of you know sort of nebulous contractor types shooting guys at traffic lights. Uh, what good does that do for America?
1: Yeah and and why are we not examining these these total costs that are involved in the occupation of Iraq and Afghanistan it's fascinating to me that in the sort of misinformation about reporting this uh, the, the budget standoff between uh, John uh, Colin Boner Boehner uh in uh, in uh, Congress and you know the issue of whether the government's going to be shut down by the way they've uh, given us a continuing resolution for two more weeks we don't have to worry about the problem now until the 18th of march which uh, is conveniently the day after saint patty's day so <laughs> and march madness will be at uh, fever
0: pitch by then so yeah nobody America will, be... will be
1: distracted <laughs> plenty distracted and it, hungover and hungover so nobody will be paying attention to what happens on march 18th um Yeah, uh, it's uh, a fascinating way to operate uh, our government. But uh, it's interesting that Alan Grayson, who, of course, Congressman Grayson, was defeated by special interests outside money. Not enough uh, examination of that's, uh, in my opinion, uh, been uh, directed at the current governor of Wisconsin. Um, Mr. Walker seems to have uh, taken quite a few... Campaign contributions from the Koch brothers, mm. and uh, we know what th- what's really going on there. The idea that this has something to do with uh, balancing the budget—you know, this this dispute about uh, collective bargaining—is a is a c- classic Republican canard. You know, distract everybody with the talking points. Don't get down to the actual facts, the substance of what's going on. Mitch Daniels, who uh, many. Uh, right-thinking Republicans think should run for president um, because he's done such a great job in, in Indiana taking on the unions and balancing the budget there, um, continues to assert in, in public interviews that unions are the most powerful um, special interests participating in our campaigns. Uh, this is Nobody believes that, surely. This is wrong. That's an utter <laughs> fiction. Uh, total... Uh, Totally false. Uh, corporations uh, spent way, way more than unions. And while unions may need some reforms here and there, this uh, abandonment and focus on collective bargaining is is completely phony. And I'll give some credit to Governor Rick. Governor Rick has sort of realized that this is a loser here in the state of Michigan, so he's not going that route. But, but Scott Walker has now drawn his line in the sand, sort of like... The way Qaddafi did back in 1986. Look for a new hat for the governor. The Gulf of Sidra. (laughs) This is the line of death, and if you cross it, I win. Which he did, sort of. Uh, It's interesting how the uh, attacks on Qaddafi in 1986 bolstered uh, Qaddafi at home. Uh, Thanks to Ronald Reagan. But getting back to the costs of the war. The occupation of Iraq and Afghanistan cost $159 billion a year. Is there any real substantive examination of defense spending in this uh, budget impasse that we're having in Washington? No. And what are they debating? They're debating the... uh, you know the continuing fiscal year 2011 budget. You know a couple of weeks ago Obama put out the 2012 budget that's sort of uh, fallen into the abyss of uh, non-attention uh, by the by the by the uh, 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 media. But uh, let, let's get some comparisons here, and this is courtesy of the Nation uh, magazine from January uh, June 14th of 2010 quite some time ago, uh, the $159 billion perpetuating the occupation of Iraq and Afghanistan is enough money to eliminate federal income taxes for the first $35,000 of every American's income. Beyond that, it leaves $15 billion to cut the deficit. <laughs> um, that gives you an idea of how much money we're talking about. $35,000 of tax cuts for every American if we wished to now go why don't that they, route. Why don't they put that to a vote? Yeah.
0: I mean, there needs to be a plebiscite
1: on that. Yeah. That's incredible. But that gives you a uh, perspective of what uh, the, the unpaid wars in Afghanistan and Iraq costs. And I think that one of the really unfortunate things about the discussion of the budget and the deficits and this, all this nonsense about going after the unions to get this money, uh, which is ridiculous, uh, the money is there. It's just not being collected because of the tax cuts. Right, for one thing. And the other thing is that unions
0: represent not faceless entities, but working Americans with children, with families. So there's a big difference. It's it's the worst case of apples and oranges you could imagine comparing corporate spending and union spending in uh, election campaigns. It's more like apples and uh, buckets of... D- toxic waste as far as what the agenda of uh, corporations has in store for the children of America and their families. Bizarre claims. Uh, you're listening to WCBN, FM Ann Arbor and this is Gray Matters. Yes a City calling will uh, follow momentarily sometime soon. going to be an article coming out in a new rolling stone magazine uh by the same guy who basically deep six the career of uh general McChrystal. this time claiming that uh